0: and welcome to Heart and Hand Extra. Yes, we're back after the winter break as Rangers return to action with a Scottish Cup trip to the glamorous environs of Beef. Joining me to look ahead to the match is Heart and Hand stalwart Mr Ian Hogg. Hello there, Hoggy.
1: Good evening, David. Uh, Good evening, everyone out there. So glad to be back.
0: Yeah, it it feels a long, long time (laughs) when you don't have Rangers, but we couldn't have gone into this break in any better mood after beating celtic in the last match a, a big big victory for us and it has led to a, a period of of good feeling the the team have been away in Tenerife and some new faces added which we'll, we'll talk about in a second
1: yeah um yeah we certainly started the break on an absolute high um, 48 hours after that, of course, David, you wouldn't have realised that it was an absolute high because the narrative uh, was attempted to, to be changed. And it was all those pesky referees' fault. Um, if only the referee hadn't uh, had decided to do something different with Alfredo Morelos than see the incident and referee it properly if only he had treated him differently and and we've been subjected to that for the next two weeks um, almost in an attempt to take the gloss off or take the shine off or just completely change the narrative and make others forget uh, sadly for such people it hasn't hmm. it was bloody excellent and then of course we've come in and we've started the transfer window on um, I think on a particular high, I think, you know, with, with with two now signings and two signings to come.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because, as you mentioned, the, we on Heart Hand, because we did the podcast on the Monday, um, we didn't really discuss the refereeing controversy because it didn't exist at that point two days after the match. So uh, after the match... Celtic, uh, the manager and most of the pundits uh, Seemed to believe that it was just due to Rangers being the better side on the day But that, that ebbed away over the next few days And we, we then had two weeks of uh, manufactured controversy uh, Leading to headline after headline pointing out that it was a sin for them But you know, Celtic always cheated, never defeated since 1888 But let's, uh, let's look ahead before we, we discuss the, the match Uh, I just want to take you back to the last time Rangers played Cowden Beath on the 7th of March 2015. And I'll just go through the Rangers starting 11 that day, hoggy. It was Lee Robinson, Darren McGregor, Lee McCulloch, Marius Zaliukas, Lee Wallace, Nicky Law, Kyle Hutton, Harris Vukic, Kenny Miller, Chris Boyd, uh, sorry, John Daly, and Dean Shields. Coming on were Stephen Smith uh, and uh, Nicky Clark. Not ideal, uh, I think it's fair to say, a Rangers line-up. And I think we might go with a slightly stronger team tomorrow. Uh, as you mentioned, aided by two... New signings of real quality players, Stephen Davis, former Ranger and of course uh, last six years he's been at Southampton and Jermaine Defoe, former England international experienced Premier League striker uh, for clubs such as Portsmouth, Tottenham, Sunderland and uh, we got him from Bournemouth and the fans, I think it's fair to say, are excited about this.
1: They are, Jesus, you read that team out, it's like... The Rangers land at time forgot or, or maybe more aptly that we're still trying to forget. Um, and yet we still followed them everywhere thick and thin. Um, going into the match tomorrow, you know, you, are adding guys like, we know that we needed, uh, a, a common playmaking influence in the middle of the park. We've got one who's been there, done it and knows what we're all about. Um, we know that we needed at least back up to Morelos at worst, or probably at best, we know we needed another centre-forward that could be relied on to score goals. I think Jermaine Defoe, as long as he's fit, absolutely falls into that category. And and what we heard from Jermaine Defoe through all the interviews was a guy that's hungry to play football, score goals and win trophies. Um They'll do for me, David Frankly. And it gives us whether it's cowden beef um or Celtic, it gives us quite an array of um, of, of options, which you know you're going to you're going to cowden beef, you want to give, you know, some of the younger guys a bit of a run out. You don't want to take any chances, of course. Playing against Celtic, you want to have absolute options for every single um you know, whether we're winning or drawing or losing. I know it's only two players, David, but by Christ, they are two magnificent players that we've signed. And as I say, we go into that Cowden Beath game. Do you mean Defoe could make his Rangers debut in Cowden Beef? Mm. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure if he'll have been anywhere like
0: it. Not for a while. <laughs> anyway. Um no, I can't think he'll have he'll have played in many places uh quite like Cowden Beath. But, um, yeah, Stephen uh, Stephen Gerrard has said that both Stephen Davis and uh, Jermaine Defoe will feature at some point tomorrow, so that's something to look forward to. And, look, I'm a great believer in you have to be careful when you're signing older players who have a reputation because what they wear and what they are are often two completely different things. And for recent history, in Rangers' case, you only need to look at Nico Cranchar, who was a splendid footballer, he really was. And occasionally he would show you a, a moment that was a throwback to who he had been, but the player who arrived at Ibrox was not the same guy. And that is always the risk you take when you sign older players who are on the way down. Now, Stephen Davis is not the same player we had. We know this. He's older. I think he's he's gained certain things in his time at Southampton um, that he's improved upon. But obviously he won't have the, the little change a pace or whatever that he may have had a few years ago. And with Jermaine Defoe, then clearly he's not the striker that he was even five, six years ago, and we know that. It's about, though, what can this version of Jermaine Defoe and this version of Stephen Davis do? Can they improve our squad? And... Absolutely they can In Davis we've got somebody who can pick a pass Who can control the tempo of a midfield Control the tempo of a match Something we've lacked quite often this season Especially when teams sitting against us And with Jermaine Defoe we have a guy who can finish chances He's got great movement it's not, he, He's not a poacher, he doesn't just hang about the six yard box He's got terrific movement He'll move defenders out of the way Something again we have struggled with In matches where teams have set up against us So I'm excited uh, Not because of the name. But because of who they are now, Hoggy, and what I think they can deliver for us in the next season, season and a half. And
1: also the very down to earth nature of their interviews. You know, there was no sound bites, there was just determination to do well. Um, you know, there was no almost contrived stuff through the interviews. It just it felt quite genuine. And I guess, you know, we're all excited on a number of levels, David. What I will say is, um, just remember the week or two prior to the Old Firm game. uh, That that would be my disclaimer. You know, we were dropping points twice against Hibs. Um, We're dropping points against Dundee. We're being beaten by Aberdeen. We had a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde December and absolutely it ended on the highest of highs. And that's what we need to hit the ground running with in January because we've got... After beef we've got a few tough fixtures coming up that we really need to um, be trying to get maximum points from. But that whole farm game, especially given it had been pretty poor through December, certainly up and down, to finish with a performance like that, then have the aftermath that we've had, that we've largely not stopped laughing for two and a half weeks, and sign the players that we've signed. And absolutely, you know, they're they're... they're older maybe wiser um and but they are look at the two guys that they've replaced anyone out there trying to tell me that stephen davis is not a significant upgrade on ovi azharia and likewise Jermaine defoe with umar sadiq we are in a far far stronger position um even since the 29th of december
0: yeah, I think that the the people who have done maybe the best out of this were those who had sponsored um, Umar Sadiq, who now get Jermaine Defoe, um, which I think is actually a fair trade because uh, I don't think they got value for money for the six months of the sponsorship. I think they will. <laughs> it wasn't us. We, of course, got Hartman's on Lissana Koulibaly. Now, cup tie away from home. Um, Rangers haven't played for a few weeks. And I think that's a good thing because we were... Shattered in December You could see it I think the players Gave everything in one last go Against Celtic Which was great But they did it with the knowledge That they had this time off We've we've been to Tenerife Uh, A good training camp was had Everything was very positive But You're coming back in You haven't played for a wee while There might be a little bit of uh, Rust at the start of the match Bedding in a couple of new players As you say It's A match Rangers absolutely should win But if we don't approach it 100% 100% correctly, then it can become a struggle. And you and I do a show on Heart and Hand's Patreon network called uh, The Advocate Years, which has now moved into the Eck era when we go through game by game everything that happened under the reins of Dick Advocate and now Alex McLeish. And in an early Alex McLeish match, Rangers, with a team containing players such as Ronald DeBoer and Claudio Canigia, uh went to Berwick and drew nil nil with a, a rather shambolic performance. So if you don't have your eye properly on the ball in a match like this, Hawkeye, it's beyond comprehension. It could go wrong. But it can if you don't do the, the basics correctly.
1: As they didn't that night, all the way back in what was it, 2002. However, I have to say, if you can guarantee me right now, David, that we draw in Friday night and then win the cup on the last day of the season against Celtic 3-2 with our last second winner, I'll probably get it, I'll probably buy it. Mm. Um, However, Cowden Beef, 5th in Scottish League Division 2, managed by Gary Boland, ex of uh, this parish, Mm -hmm. much to all of our amusement. Um, And, you know, they're they're, they're 5th in League Division 2 for a reason, let's face it. Uh, But... They will be up for it. They they'll stick in the you know all the old cliches. The two hundred percent. It's their cup final and etc etc. They'll be trying their damnedest. If we are not on it, then we could be in trouble. Um, that said, I expect us after the 29th of December, after the training camp, after the feel good factor, and after the signings. I expect us to come out of the traps and really go for it tomorrow night David
0: It's an interesting one in terms of uh, the temptation to give people a run out that maybe haven't seen a lot of football this season is I think almost balanced by the fact Rangers have a friendly on Sunday at Ibrox at home to HJK Helsinki of course the club that Alfredo Morelos was signed from and this was apparently part of the deal that Rangers agreed this, this friendly uh, the manager therefore has an opportunity to give those type of players are run out on Sunday and I think maybe tempted because this is obviously the competitive match, it's by far the more important match. He may be thinking, right, give my first teamers a go tomorrow night, get them out, get the job done, hopefully get a few goals, play well, build confidence. But it also then gives you the extra couple of days off before the next the next league match.
1: And it's all going to be a balance because yes we're out of Europe, yes we had, you know, fixtures backing up and all the rest of it. But the first couple of weeks back, we've got a we've 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 got a a difficult wee run. Um, I think we've got our next two games are uh, after Helsinki or Kilmarnock away, followed by Livingston away. Mm. Um, not not the easiest by any stretch. Uh, then we're at home. Then we've got Aberdeen away. So you know we 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 do need to I think through the rest of January and the start of February just balance the squad make sure that we're getting plenty of rest and we're not burning out early doors um, I'd probably like to see as David going to Cowdenbeath and not taking any chances with players who are maybe carrying wee niggles but um, Let's face it. Our reserves should be enough to go out and beat Cowdenbeath, but we need to show that we, we need to show the competition the respect that it deserves, and we need to look to the past to where we've not been at it with Ronald de Boer and Claudio Caniggia, and not got a result. So, I I would imagine maybe 75% of the team will be normal first teamers, uh, made up with some you know, um, uh, squad. guys on yeah. the fring- yeah squad squad players, guys in the fringes. The others will get a wee run out for a half on Sunday and then the second half will effectively be under-19s. And then it'll be on to Wednesday in Rugby Park.
0: Yep, and uh, a lot to look forward to in the second half of this season. Now, um, the manager spoke about injuries tomorrow night. Connor Goldson um, won't feature. He said um, carrying a slight knock, but will be back soon. But probably the biggest news, although he did mention Two long term injury uh, concerns, which are Graham Dorins who he said could be back in February, and Jamie Murphy, rather splendidly, could be back before the end of the season, which obviously is not going to contribute an awful lot, but just great news um, that the injury recovery is going uh, slightly ahead of schedule. That's fantastic. But the the one that really caught my eye in the press conference was he said that Borna Barisic. Um, will be getting minutes in the next few games and he's fit, he's been training. That's, I think, a, a huge plus point for us, Hoggy, because he was a guy that, I must admit, I thought we'd lost for an a, a extended period, talking two three months, when he when he went down with that injury. So to get him back would be tremendous.
1: I think if we've got him back and he's 100% fit, he's not going to be 100% match fit, clearly, but if, as, as long as he's physically fit then give him the minutes. You know, Bonobaric's, um, a problem, I think, is that he never got a full pre-season with Osic um, quite simply because they were in the, in, in, in the same position as us. He got injured in that kind of early pre-season European matches. And he struggled with that through the first half of the season. Lack of a pre-season, lack of the prep, um, comes back, gets another niggle and injury and you know, obviously uh got, got his injury up at St Johnson I thought he'd be out for a couple of months I have to say. Um and here we are, four weeks later and he's uh and he's ready to come back. So if if that's the case then I would be giving him minutes tomorrow night. Um sixty minutes or so or whatever. Um and if not, then certainly a half against Helsinki, but just to have him back recognised first choice left back, mm. who I thought they would have to say was starting to come on a
0: game. Yeah, so did I, um, just before he you know, got injured. But,
1: yeah. He was defending well, he was getting forward well, he was linking the play up really, really well down the left-hand side, and then he got injured, and all of us, I think, went, oh, it, not again. Um, but that was him in the first half of the season. So hopefully he's used the last three weeks there for almost as a mini pre-season for himself.
0: Yep. Um, now, just before we, we wrap up and do our predictions Ahead of the match tomorrow night uh, The other two transfers that you pointed out Are pre-contracts uh, Two SPFL players Glenn Kamara of Dundee Has agreed to join in the summer Has had Jordan Jones of Kilmarnock Long-term target for Rangers They attempted to sign him in the last uh, January January break, of course uh, Kilmarnock turning down uh, the, the Rangers bid at the time, his contract will expire in the summer and he's moving to Rangers, uh, which caused a bit of controversy with Kilmarnock fans because he sent a tweet uh, where he included the phrase, uh, we are the people, and uh, he's very excited to become with Rangers, obviously, but Dundee, it would appear, are... Uh, uh, shall we say, amenable to Glenn Kamara joining in this break, although rather cheekily they asked for Ross McCrory to go on loan as part of that deal, which uh, was laughed out of court for obvious reasons. Uh, whereas Kilmarnock are very keen to retain Jordan Jones, so Rangers are going to wait to the summer by the looks of things, unless something significant changes there. What are your thoughts on these two players, Hoggy? Um, two two
1: younger players, I mean Jones is 24, I think Carrot's Twenty-two or twenty-three, um, both both internationalists with Northern Ireland and Finland uh, respectively, and they've looked the part um, for the club sides. Not, not always, not every game, not consistently, but they they've looked the part against us, against Celtic, against Hibs, against Harps. Um, and certainly, I think when we played against Dundee and Cameron's been on the side, he's been their best player. Yeah, he has. Uh, J- Jordan Jones has caused us problems. He's caused Celtic problems. And he, he's a real handful. I still think he's a little bit raw, uh, which at 24, hopefully we can, you know, r- rub the edges off. Um, but, you know, I, I think... I tend not to go overboard about SPFL signings, to be honest, David, because... Um, their SPFL signings, However, the flip side, of course, is every Rangers squad in modern history, you know, let's go soon as onwards. Every single Rangers squad has had S- Scottish League players throughout the squad. Um, because quite simply, we can't, and I think shouldn't, um, make up a squad of foreigners or external players or folk who haven't played in the Scottish League or whatever. That, that's, that's asking for trouble. So if we're signing two guys from Kilmarnock are doing very well, Dundee are fighting for their lives and probably, I think, you know, um, batting above where they probably should be. If we're signing really their two best players, then for me, I, I'm getting them for free, that's, it. that's the key. That's an absolute no-risk, no-lose uh, strategy. Mm. Um, and hopefully they become very good players for us. If they don't, no harm, no foul will
0: sell them and make a profit. That's a fact. Um, if that happened after a year or two years, Rangers would sell them and, and make a few bob while doing so. So, no, I, I agree with you on that one. OK, then, Hoggy, time for your prediction tomorrow night. If you were going to your local turf accountant, what would be your bet? Uh,
1: I would go for Cowden beef 1, Rangers 6, Oof. Uh, with, with Germaine Defoe getting 2 in the
0: second half. I am going to go for get money on Jermaine Defoe to score a double um, at least but I, I'm going to go for a more conservative 3-0 tomorrow night. Um, I think that might be one of the I hope it's one of these games that we do the business early and then um, it, it just gets played out towards the end where they're, they're not going overboard but yep Fingers crossed then. Uh, Looking forward to having the team back uh, the game, of course, tomorrow night. If you're lucky enough to have a ticket, enjoy. If you're not, it's on Premier Sports. Uh, We've discussed that before, but it is what it is. Just to remind you then that you can hear us every single day and in fact tomorrow night after the match for example we'll be back uh, uh, on our Patreon site so if you like the show here then for just £1.99 a month you can hear us every single day all sorts of different shows on every imaginable Rangers and football topic it's very very good place to be go and check it out heart and hand on patreon.com. that's patreon.com forward slash heartandhand we'd be happy to have you on board just then uh, time to thank our producers in London Mr Mike Lee and Paul Myers and to thank the lovely Mr Ian Hogg Pleasure as always mate glad to have us back We'll be back on Monday to discuss the beef and uh, the HGK Helsinki matches Until then have a wonderful weekend and I hope your team wins Take care Bye
1: ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchases. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.